0: I hope you aren't at work where impressionable young minds could be scarred for life, he retorted. I didn't say anything wrong. He blew the air out of his lungs. She wasn't going to leave him alone until he gave her what she wanted, so he gave it to her. Wednesday. Will you call him between now and then? If I have questions about the piece I'm working on for him... Connor said, wishing like hell he could get back to work. No, 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 Maggie hummed. You need to call him, talk to him. Do you like this guy, or are you just using him for sex? Maggie? Good. Then you need to let him know that you like him. It don't have to spend every day together. Lord knows you'd try the patience of a saint if you did that. But talk to him, find out how his day went, tell him about yours, talk about nothing, let him know you care. And on Wednesday, plan something special, something that will show him that he's special to you. Maggie grew silent for a few seconds. "'Dan has everything. He doesn't need anything from me,' Connor whispered. "'That's where you're wrong. Dan has money and can buy things.' but only you can show him and give him part of yourself. That's what caring for someone and maybe even loving them means. I know it's hard for you, and from what I understand, it's hard for him, too. Maggie, I— Don't try to bullshit me. I've known you too long, she scolded. You care for him and you're scared. I know how it works with you. But if you ever want a chance at happiness, if you ever want more than to spend your days working alone in your workshop, then you have to take a chance. Connor sighed and leaned against the workbench. But what if it doesn't work out? What's the very worst that could happen? You go your separate ways, and you end up alone at your house working in your shop. Oh, wait, you're doing that now. If it doesn't work out, then your friends will rally around you and be there to listen. It won't change things. But if it does work out, then you'll have the world by the tail. There'll be someone in the world who cares for you more than anything. You'll have someone to love, and you'll be loved. There's nothing greater than that. You are such a romantic, Connor said. Of course I am. Now that I finally have Ethan, I know there's someone for you. Granted, I figured I'd be married and have kids long before you found Mr. Wright. but what the hell? Are you crying? Connor asked. No, she snapped and then sniffled. I'm not crying, but if you don't give this a try with him, I'll come over there and beat your butt. None of us get a bunch of chances at love, so you have to make the most of them. All right, Connor said, giving up. I'll call him and think of something special for Wednesday. Good, she said. I expect a report later in the week. Fat chance, he retorted. Did you call for anything else other than to pry into my love life? No, my work is done here. She chuckled and hung up. Connor put his phone down on the workbench and looked around. He tried to push away what Maggie had said, but it wouldn't budge. It simply kept playing in his head again and again. He picked up his phone again, left the workshop, and headed across the yard to the octagonal barn. Connor unlocked the door, stepped inside, and turned on the overhead lights. He looked over everything and a plan came to mind. He pulled his phone out of his pocket and found the number he wanted.